Welcome into a bi-week edition of the Deep Slam podcast presented by Xfinity. No opposing writer this week, only a guest, a great one at that. We call him Duke. Writing back, Duke Johnson is on the podcast. We'll get to him in just a little bit. But first, this podcast brought to you by Xfinity. Texans fans, quarterback your in-home Wi-Fi network from anywhere on any device with the all-pro control of Xfinity XFi. This is Beyond Wi-Fi. This is XFi. Xfinity, proud partner of the Houston Texans. And I got to say, it feels great to be heading into the bye week with a 6-3 and three record. Heading into the bye week with a win. There's nothing like it because that's all anyone's going to want to talk about for the next two weeks, especially a win as big as the one as the Texans had in London against the Jaguars, 26 to three. I was on a BBC show in London last week and along with the opposing, um, I guess my counterpart, you could say for the Jaguars, Ashlyn Sullivan, we were both talking about our predictions. She predicted the Jags. I predicted the Texans. We both, both predicted that it'd be a close game. It was not. And I got to say that is a nice feeling leaving Linden with such a definitive win, and hopefully the Texans can keep it going once the bye week is over because they got a tough schedule ahead of them. They're on the road at Baltimore, and they come back here for a Thursday night game against the Colts and then a Sunday night game against the Patriots. So you got all that to look forward to. But first, let's recap the first half of his season with the Texans. Duke Johnson, the running back, we talked about a lot of different things, including some of his hobbies, what he thinks about Houston, and, oh, where he got the nickname Duke. Take a listen. Duke Johnson, welcome in, Duke. Thank you for having me. Your locker is getting full of all the game balls that you've been collecting. Three touchdowns in the last four games. Yeah, I have to save them for my mom. She wants every ball, every touchdown ball. That's why I was going to ask you what you were going to do with them. Yeah. So you're going to give them, do you sign them and give them to your mom? No, I just give them, them to them. She does put them in the case. So she has a whole memorabilia room back, nice. at, back at the home she stayed at in Miami. And every ball that I've scored, that I didn't give away, she uh, puts in a stand and keeps. And she keeps it. Her room's getting pretty full, I imagine. Yeah, I don't think she cleaned it out yet. She's still <laughs> working on it. How does your mom like how, what you've been doing so far with the Texans? Nine games, three touchdowns. You're really rocking and rolling now here yeah, in the first half of the season. My mom is like a team player. So anytime we win, anytime we lose, that's the first thing she called me and tell me is that we won or we lost. Anytime we lose, she called me and like, she had, she put on a sad face and be like, I wanted to win so bad. Oh, that's nice. Or it's a great job on a win. And then okay. we dive deeper into the individual stats later. She's not like, Duke, that one play that you had, why did you run this way? Or what, she doesn't like critique your performance or anything like that? No, nah, she just nice. like to yell, he's open. <laughs> that's, that's her thing. He's open. I'm always open. Let my mom tell <laughs> Well, speaking of open, you put up some pretty impressive numbers in the receiving game. You're one of the few running backs that I feel like over the course of every season, your receiving numbers are really higher than your rushing numbers. When did you sort of find out that that's the sort of running back that you're going to oh, be in this league? When I came out for the combine, pretty much every team I talked to, Talked about that role of catching the ball, being a receiver out the backfield. So ever since day one in Cleveland, that was kind of my role, and that's what I did. So I just try to excel as much as I can at that. Do you ever lobby for running the ball more? I know that you're just happy to get the touches you get, but you're pretty good on the ground as well. I gave up in lobbying for touches. <laughs> I gave up two years ago. Uh, it's not. It's not my role. It's not what they want for me. It's not what the team needs. So. 
it's for me, it's whatever the team needs. All right, let's talk about your role here because you get traded here just before the start of the season. Lamar Miller was still healthy. You had a different role, then a lot changes in the course of a couple weeks. And then all of a sudden, Lamar's out for the season. Carlos Hyde comes in here. You're now the veteran of the running back group. What was that first month like for you being the guy that was here the longest at that point in the season in the running back room? Uh, I was here the longest, but I was still catching up. So it was still new for me as well. And I think I spent that time trying to get Carlos caught up as well as I can within the time frame we had. I think me and Coach uh, DB, our running back coach, spent time just trying to get Carlos uh, caught up as much as he can because Carlos knows how to play football. He understands football. He understands protection. He understands everything. It's just about breaking it down to him in ways he already knows. So that's kind of how I spent my time. You and Carlos have played together. You guys were together in Cleveland. Now you're here. And your one-two punch is first in the AFC, second in the NFL in total yards, combined rushing yards. How different is it playing with Carlos here versus when you were in Cleveland? What's the difference? I think in Cleveland, we didn't have as much time. Uh, Carlos was traded, I want to say, the week of the trade deadline. I think he was traded then as well as they just drafted Nick Chubb, who was right. also getting touches and getting opportunities uh, to run the ball. So I think the difference is Cleveland knew who they wanted the running backs to be. And here, Coach uh, OB is going with who he have. Um, and I think at the end of the day, it works out for all of us. Nick Chubb is the guy in Cleveland. He's, to me, one of the best running backs in the league. Uh, and me and Carlos is, again, together and trying to make it work for the team, whatever the team needs. Uh, it's our job to do. You've been through some adversity in your career. You were with the 0-16 team in Cleveland. And 1-15. And 1-15. And, yes. and here you are. And how nice is it to be at this point of the season, sitting where the Texans are, coming off some big road wins, big road win in London, obviously. Um, you know, what's the attitude in the locker room? Does it feel strange does it feel different what does it feel like compared with what you've experienced uh, it's definitely past? different uh and and i think the one moment that sticks out to me is uh we had a uh halloween get together like a halloween party all the guys came and hung deshaun out. watson's party yes d force party and i dressed up never dressed up my family my friends they all call me the grinch which <laughs> i understand why but i dressed up i did a little skit on instagram and everyone's trying to figure out where's that coming from? <laughs> Where was this the last five, six years? And I think mentally I'm in a different place. You're mentally in a different place. I'm in a different place. I'm in a different space mentally. So Where does that come from? Do you think it's the winning? Do you think it's the group that's around you, the players in the locker room? How, I think how it's has your mentality I think it's some changed? of both. I think it's mainly the, the winning because I think the group in Cleveland, the group of guys in Cleveland that I had around me, was some great guys that I loved and I enjoyed being around. But I think it's the winning more than it is the guys. The guys always play a part, but I can't sit here and say the guys here are different than the guys in Cleveland because it's, it's not. It's the same group of guys that love each other, that depend on each other, that trust each other. But I think it's, I think it's the winning. I think it's everyone's locker room bought in. We all know what we want. We're doing it, and we're all on one path. Uh, and that's just something we got to try and keep moving towards is winning and sticking together and playing for one another or oh, one another all right so the important question is what did you dress up as uh i was actually a character off the the uh tv show martin 
I was Roscoe. Oh, okay. The kid. <laughs> so it was. It was. Uh, what was your skit? Was it a scene from Martin? It was. That's exactly what. It was. Okay. I just. It was like a lip scene, so I kind of lip sung it and had to plan in the back. Oh, okay. So, it was fun. It was different, and I think at that moment I realized I'm definitely a different, a different space mentally than I was my previous four years. I won't say. Yeah. Yeah. How? What? What are you like off the field? I hear that you're a pretty good cook, chef. I think I'm better picture taker than I am chef. Picture taker of what you the food. cooked? Yes. Oh, you're an Instagram chef. Yeah, let's But go the food with that. has to look good in order for the picture to come out good, yeah. does it not? I get I get a lot of you know, a lot of people saying that, you know, the food looks good, it looks I can cook. I'm still working on it, I'm still learning. What do you, what sort of things do you cook in the kitchen? Really some of everything. Okay. I have I have a chef. Like what's your best recipe? I, I was like, like make the best thing I like, that you make. I won't really say it's the best. I just enjoy steak because it's simple to cook. It's mm. easy. Steak, chicken, pasta. They're fairly simple. Okay. But we get creative and we'll make something like, I think we made um, like a pizza, it's like kind of like a pizza egg roll situation. Okay. I have a chef and I have an assistant and we all get together we've got to brainstorm creative things to cook. You're she- you're, you have a chef but you like to go in there and add yeah, suggestions sometimes. Yeah. Is that how that goes? During, during the season I don't I don't like to cook a lot. Of course. I normally cook on my off days mm-hmm. so I need someone to still be cooking food and still preparing it because I'm not going to do it. So I have her uh-huh. to help me out with that but in the off season I try to cook three times a week. When did you start cooking? Did you take lessons? How did did you watch a cooking channel? Two two years ago I started cooking. Okay. And I just Were you in a competition of some mm-mm. sort? A TV show? Okay. I'm confusing you with someone else I thought yeah, I've, was really big. I've been getting kind of offers to do it. I'm just timid. I'm not really So you have gotten offers to do it. Yeah, I have I have offers to come on networks and do cooking channels and cooking books and I'm just kind of. What's what? What do you need to get to that level? I don't know. I'm not, <laughs> not there yet. I have no idea. I think it it just has to be a feeling for me. Just one day I wake up, like, you know what? Let's do it. Right now, I'm still enjoying learning, enjoying doing it. Just still in the enjoying phase. All right. I was talking about Houston. You said the one thing that really surprised you about Houston is how much it floods, because you lived in Miami where it rained a lot, but it didn't flood. Oh my! It rained too much. It rains almost every other day in Miami yes okay and but it, it doesn't flood surprisingly no surprisingly that's, see that's strange to me because here it could rain for an hour and you have to and watch found, where you're going and I found mm-hmm. that you out you found that out we was actually did you get here. stuck somewhere I right? didn't get stuck but a lot of guys were talking about they may get stuck or you may have to get a truck because if you have a car you don't stand a chance that's good advice yeah. that's great advice what other sort of things do you like to do in the offseason I know you haven't had a lot of free time while you've been in Houston, but what are, what are some of the other things you like to do in your free time? Uh, bowl. I'm a movie and TV guy. Okay, what what's the binge watching thing that you're into these days? I think the better question is what's the binge watching thing I'm not into these okay, days. Okay, what are you not I into? I literally watch everything. Oh, you literally <laughs> because you watch everything, everything, anything, everything. Right now, I think the the show that I'm most recently watching is God Friended Me. That's a show. How okay. to Get Away with Murder. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of it's a lot of shows. Uh, the Blacklist. Mm-hmm. I just like a, dramas? You really into I dramas? Really watch anything. Anything. Because I'm a homebody. I enjoy being in the house, relaxing, watching TV, music. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of music. What sort of music? What's on your playlist for a game? 
really either it's J. Cole mm -hmm. or it's an artist from Miami. Um, Major Nine, which is Chad Thomas, he plays for Cleveland now. Okay. So him or another guy from Miami. I try to listen to Miami guys. You like support your Miami guys, yeah, for right? Sure. I try maybe to maybe support. we'll try some Houston guys too. I'll give you oh. like a list of guys you can support in Houston. Sign me up. Yeah, and girls too. I'm all for it. All right. Uh, what do you want for yourself for the second half of the season? How can you get better? I heard you talking in the locker room that you really have just scratched the surface and there's more that you can do to get better. What do you want to get better at? Uh, I think the biggest thing for me, I, my main thing and my first priority is always to protect before. Like, because I kind of, well, we know what kind of guy we have at quarterback. And I think uh, he's going to make his miracle plays. He's going to make the spectacular plays. We know he's going to make those plays. But the plays that he should be clean and he should not be touched and everyone should be perfect, those are the plays that we have to make sure that we keep, uh, keep going and keep moving forward towards more of those plays. Because when the plays come for him to make a play, he's going to make it. When he's clean, everything's perfect. That's easy for him. So I think that's the main thing for me is protecting him and making every play I have. Any play I have, any opportunity I get to make a play for this team, whether it's a pass protection, running the ball, catching the ball, even if it's special teams, whatever it is for me, it's, it's all about uh, making the play. All right, and maybe you can get some more game balls for your mom. Oh, my God. She has enough. <laughs> no, she needs more. She has she enough. She needs more. All right, one more question before I let you go. When I was looking up stuff about you, your name is Randy Johnson, but you go by Duke. So tell me where you got ha. Duke. It's was. Randy Duke. It's Randy, quote, Duke Johnson. Was Randy. So when did you go I Randy to changed, Duke? I legally changed my name last year. My name Just is last year. Duke Johnson. Okay. What, so where did Duke come from? Is that uh, a family name? My mom's, she tells me the story all the time. I think my mom's granddad's name was Duke. His name was Duke Coleman. And he loved sports. And she just thought that she would name me after him. And once I started going by Duke, really didn't get called with my first name, I just went ahead and legally changed it. Just easier for paperwork and stuff like that. I got you. All right, good stuff. Duke Johnson, thanks so much. Thank you. Can't wait to see what the rest of the season holds for Duke Johnson. Hopefully he does get to collect more touchdown footballs for his mom. He's doing well so far. He's got a nice little run going there. And uh, that's going to do it for our podcast. Be sure to subscribe. Like wherever podcasts are available, iTunes, uh, tune in the Houston Texans mobile app. Always appreciate the support. And even though it's bi week, be sure to check out HoustonTexans.com. We still have stories. We still have coverage of your favorite team. And we'll be back early next week with, uh, with even more as the players return to the building on Sunday night, early Monday morning. So that's going to do it for the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, go Texans.